You thought I would forget, right? <laughs> we have to say uh, scripture, actually scriptural confession uh, for the word of God. Because sometimes you can hear the word and really not understand what God's saying. Some people read the Bible, they, but it, it's like it was written in tongues. They can't understand it. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear and now was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Last week we had a, a little problem here. Here we couldn't uh, use our sound system very well. And uh, the message wasn't recorded. And uh, so uh, I have two messages to preach this morning. The one from last week and the one for today all combined. So uh, get ready. It's going to be another hour. <laughs> okay. But not really. <laughs> the awesome power of faith. Faith. Let me say this to you. Nothing comes down from heaven to the earth outside of faith. Nothing. Even the birth of Jesus. Mary had to believe. It's the same way. You hear the message from God and then you believe. Uh, Elizabeth said to Mary, when, the, when Mary went to visit with her, Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, she said, Blessed is she who believe, for there shall be a fulfillment of those things that were told her. So the things that God tells you, you have to believe before there is a fulfillment. So faith is very vital. Faith is what brings heaven to the earth. You have to believe. And people wonder, we don't want to talk about faith. I don't know if I have faith. Do you believe that God will keep his promise? How many here believe God will keep his promise? Well, if you believe that God will keep his promise, and God is, and God is true, you have faith. You just didn't know about that. You can use it. Faith is something you can use. Faith is in you. If you believe in Jesus, you have faith. You don't need to come to me. We'll pray for you. But you have faith. There is no greater faith than the faith that brought you salvation. And if that faith will bring you salvation, that same faith will move mountains. You just didn't know it. But if you have faith, even as small as the grain of mustard seed, that's what Jesus said. You can say to this mountain, faith is powerful because God is a God of faith. Let me say it this way. You see, God allowed his son to die on the cross with no guarantee that you will believe. But God believed that if I do this and when they hear it, they will believe, they will love me, they will abandon Satan, they will come to me, and they will live with me. That's faith. He is a God of faith. 
You see, you can't have favor from God without faith. Abraham had favor with God because of faith. David was a man after God's own heart, not because he was perfect. You know about David. He wasn't perfect. He was a man after God's own heart. God loved David so much. Why? David believed in God. He talked to God all the time. He believed there was a God and he trusted in God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, remember them? They believed in God. They said, we're not going to listen to you, Nebuchadnezzar. The God that we serve is able to deliver us from this fiery furnace. We could care less about what you think. We believe in God. And then they said, if he doesn't do it, we don't care. We're ready to burn. Guess what? When you have faith, you got honor. God honored them for their faith. Faith pleases God. When you can say, yes, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. But it's coming from God. I'm going to put my life in that. I'm going to lay my life. I'm going to live my life based on something that doesn't make sense to man. When you do that, you please him. And God blesses. So the question is, what is faith? Faith is the most potent force in the universe. Faith will allow a man to operate like God. Faith. Faith. God said in Mark chapter 9 verse 23, If you can only believe, all things are possible to him that believes. All things. All things are possible to him who believes. That takes you. It's only God. With God, nothing shall be impossible. But when you believe, you operate, even as a man, you operate like you are God. That's what happened to Peter. Peter said, silver and gold, have I not remember the man that gave beautiful? He said, silver and gold, I don't have. But such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And he couldn't wait. The guy was looking. Huh? What did you say? Because he had been lame for so long. What did you say? Peter said, we don't have time for this. And he went and grabbed him and, and, and pulled him up. And the guy started walking. Oh, yes. Now he was jumping and, and, and everybody was amazed. And they all came around and wondering, what happened here? We know this fellow. And Peter says, why are you looking at us? As if by our own righteousness and holiness and faith, we made this man whole. He said, you know, is this Jesus that you crucified? And if you read in Acts chapter 3 verse 16, he says, and his name. And his name. Through faith in his name. You see this man. Strong that you know. You know, they all know him. You know him. He says, it's his faith. His faith in his name. 
faith in the name of Jesus. Faith through the name of Jesus. That's what brought this man perfect strength that you see right now. Faith. Faith in him. Peter could raise the dead. Only God can do that, right? But when you have faith in Jesus, nothing is impossible. He gets you to a different level. If we can believe God. And what is faith? I got to go back. Do you believe that God will keep his word? Do you believe that God truly loves you? Yes, he declared that. But you're not sure. You are, you, you are walking in unbelief. Believe that God truly loves you. And that you have found favor with God. Just like David. You have the same favor upon your life. Because you believe in Jesus. Just the same as David had. No difference. You do have that. But do you believe that you have God's favor? I am God's favorite. I don't know about you. I am. Why? Jesus said that. He said, I will always be with you. That's favor. Everywhere I go, God's with me. If you challenge me and say, you know who is with me here? You want trouble for your life? I got God walking with me everywhere I go. He said, how do you know? He said so. And I believe it. You know, this is something funny. I, I just, I, I booked a ticket uh, to go to Nigeria. And then uh, the next day, I was reading that a plane took off. And, and, and the plane well, was on its way and one engine quit. And it's the same airline that I booked on them. I mean, uh, the same airline. And I think something comes to my, came to my mind. Uh, you better change the airline, change your ticket. And no, no, no. I've often said it here. Not with me in the plane. I believe in Jesus. My assignment is not over yet. Amen. I'm not ready to go home yet. And because Jesus is with me everywhere I go, if the plane wants to crash, it has to wait until I'm out of the plane and then lose your engine. But not while I'm in the plane. Because Jesus is with us. Even to the end of the age. That's what it says. Faith allows you to operate as if you are no longer human. But it's not you. It's your faith in God. Faith gives us access into the power of God. Romans chapter, uh, chapter 1 verse 16. It says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. Faith gives you access into God's power. Can I hear an amen? You guys are too quiet. Faith gives you access. You can access God's power for your life if you have faith. That's why Jesus said, if you can only believe. The trouble with us, is our unbelief. And that's our greatest enemy. Don't keep looking at somebody else as your greatest enemy. It's not them. It's you. You got to believe God's word. Faith gives you access into God's power. If you can believe. 
Faith is a powerful spiritual weapon. Faith. A very powerful spiritual weapon. Now, Job 14 verse 1, he says, Man, who is born of a woman? It's a few days. And those few days are full of trouble. How many of you here is not born by a woman? Let me see your hand up. If you put your hand up, we'll send you to the alien planet that you came from. <laughs> right? Man. Born. Who is born of a of woman? It's a few days. And full of troubles. God's already declared. You sleep with one trouble, you wake up the next day, another trouble is shown up. That's our life. And the source of trouble is Satan. Satan is the one throwing darts at our lives constantly, trying to derail our faith. The Bible says it's, it's a fight of faith. Satan doesn't care about what's happening to you. All he cares about is the faith that's in you. Is the fight of faith. It is a fight of faith. That's what he's after. He throws his dad at us. He's trying to take our faith. But the Bible also tells us this. Above all, say it with me, above all. Above all. We're talking about spiritual weapons. Ephesians chapter 6. We're talking about spiritual weapons. God has given us all kinds of spiritual weapons. But above all the spiritual weapons, this is number one. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able, not may be able, you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy, of the wicked one. It's your faith. No matter what the trouble is, you can quench it with your faith. That's how powerful faith is. It's an awesome, the awesome power of faith. Faith can prevent, you, prevent any trouble from overtaking your life and destroying your life. If you can only believe, that's what faith can do for you. Faith in God can do for you. That's the word of God. No matter what the enemy throws at you, if you can see it from God's own eyes, remember what the scripture says? All things work together for good. <laughs> Including the trouble that you got right now. That you are wondering about, how did I get here? Yeah, God saw the trouble coming your way before you were born. Because the Lamb of God was slain from the foundation of the world. Before the world was, God knew you as a person. He numbered your days according to the scripture. God numbers every single day. He knows everything that's happening in your life. And he says, all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called... That are called according to his purpose. 
His purpose in your life. Lay back. That's why the Bible says, you know, be still and know. All you need to do is know. That's faith. No matter what I'm going through, God's with me. God cannot abandon you. God cannot abandon his word. God and his word are one and the same. If God doesn't keep his word, then he has broken his law. And if he breaks his law, he is a lawbreaker. He can't be God anymore. God doesn't have a room for that. God's not going to break his word. It's our unbelief that's causing us the problem. But if we can trust God, that's the thing that pleases him. When we can trust him in the face of difficult times, we please him. When we fret in difficult times, that's saying we don't trust him. And God is going to say, is anything too hard for the Lord? Anything too hard for God? There is nothing that is too hard for God. For faith is the winning force. The winning force. How many know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I'm telling you, if you don't know him, you better cry to him today. He's waiting for you. In fact, you've been keeping him out of your life all through your life. Jesus said, I stand at the door and I knock. How long would you keep him outside your life? You mean you keep God Almighty outside your life for this long I'm not sure how you are able to make it. I can't. I need him in my life. Amen. I need him in my life. For whatever is born of God, if you are born of God, you overcome the world. What is he talking about? The troubles of life. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. What is it? Faith. Our faith. You know, the disciples knew that. They said to Jesus, give us more faith. They cried out in prayer, give us. We need more faith. But Jesus was talking about a problem in life. They asked, increase our faith. Because they recognize nothing can stop faith. When you can believe God, nothing can stop faith. It's a winning force. Why do we hurt? And I'm going to quit on this because of time. Why do we hurt? The reason we hurt is because we cannot trust what God has to say. God says, children, they believe their parents. If you have a good father... And your father gives you a promise. Uh, won't you believe? Especially when you know they have the resources, right? If you know your father is a multimillionaire and they promise you a Toyota, <laughs> that's nothing, right? And you think, well, as soon as it comes out of your mouth, if two days later, next week I'll buy you a Toyota. Guess what? You walk out and you tell your friends, hey, I'm going to have a Toyota Camry next week. How do you know my father says so? Is that not what you do? Why don't you do the same with God? Why don't you do the same with God? I came that they might have life 
and that they might have it more abundantly. We see ourselves differently from the way God sees us. God sees us as saints. Guess what we call ourselves? Poor sinners. God doesn't call us sinners. He calls us saints. And we call ourselves sinners and we think we are very humble. I'm just being humble. I'm a silly sinner. No. When you have received Jesus, you are no longer a sinner. You were a sinner. You were a sinner. But now you're saved by grace and you are a new creation in Christ. But as long as you keep seeing yourself a sinner, your faith will not work for you. You got to get off it. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. He said, well, I don't feel like a new creation. Who cares about your feeling? It has nothing to do with feeling. We walk by faith and not by feeling. But we always, well, I feel this way. Who cares about your feeling? Your feeling has nothing to do with what God's word. Here's my feeling and here's God's word. <laughs> Who is right? Your feeling? Forget, I don't want to hear about your feeling. God said, I like what Jesus said, it is written. Right? You know that? It is written. That's what God wants us to say. It. We say it with our mouth. He says we are saints. We say we are sinners. He says we are healed. We say, well, I feel sick. And we talk about this sickness as if we are very proud of it. Someone visits me in the hospital. I'm feeling really sick. And just sick, sick, sick. And that's what we do. He says we are rich. According to Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. Yes. He says he became poor. 8 verse 9, sorry. He became poor that we might become rich. Yes, he's there in the scripture. But we like to say, I'm just a poor little sinner. And we, pause, and we think we are being humble before God. He's going to accept me. You contradict his word and you expect him to accept you? You've lost your mind. <laughs> no. We have to line. How can two walk together unless they are in agreement? You say what he says about you. That's faith. That's faith. Say. It doesn't matter how you feel. Your feelings will fall in line when you keep saying what he says. Amen. Everything in your life will fall in line. You know, you know, I was talking to God. God has a way of silencing you. I was talking to God about paying bills. And God says, because well, I belong to him. I pay my bills. That's all he said. I said, yes, sir. I'm, I'm not saying anything more. I'm not saying anything anymore. We're not discussing this. He is God. Almighty God. If there is no God, we're deceiving ourselves. Coming to a place, gathering, and listening to somebody just yell. That's silly. We got to believe this. This is God. He works. He is alive. He can change any situation. No matter how bad it is, God can change it. Are you still alive? Yes. There is still hope. Even if you are dead, he'll wake you up. 
some preachers said, if you fight with God, it's a real fight. If you're fighting with God, he'll fight with you when you go to work. He'll fight with you in your sleep. If you're dead, he wakes you up. The fight continues. That's the God we serve. He is a great God. He believes. He tells us that we have hope. We're not hopeless. You can't be hopeless having Jesus in you. Cancel that word from your vocabulary. It's not a part of the kingdom of God. God says in him we have hope. In him we have hope. And I stand with that. My people, he says in Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13, Therefore my people have gone into captivity. Whose people? God's people going into captivity because they have no knowledge. Somebody said, there are no mountains everywhere. If you have faith, you can move mountains, right? There are no mountains anywhere. Every man's ignorance is his mountain. Your greatest, my greatest enemy is ignorance. Because we don't know what God has said. If you know what God has said, and you believe what God has said, you, claim, you speak to that mountain. Jesus told us that. Jesus told us that. If you have faith, as small as a mountain, you can say to that mountain, be removed. That Jesus saying, no mountain can stand in your way. That's what he was saying. If you have faith, no mountain can stand in your way. No mountain. My people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. The honorable men are famished. Sometimes we see people in church, we expect them to be doing well because they profess faith. And we wonder what's going on. That doesn't mean we won't go through trouble, but your attitude, God's watching. He tells whether you truly have faith or not when troubles come. How you behave when troubles come. Do you complain? That means you don't know the God that you serve. You stay still. Honorable people famished. The multitudes are dried up with thirst. Hosea Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. It says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge. So sometimes people just don't want to know. Search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. That's how we can have faith. That's how we can have faith. Because they have no knowledge. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Let me say this. Faith is a universal commodity with God. God will honor faith wherever and in whomever he finds it. If you have faith, that's the only thing God respects. Faith in him. God doesn't respect anything else but faith. 
And so today, we want to trust God. Believe that you are, you have favor with God. Today, believe that God is with you. Believe that your circumstance is going to change. Believe that God wants to heal you. Believe that God will take care of your problem. Today is the day. Now is the accepted time. Today is the day. We are going to, from this very hour, we are going to see things change in your life and in my life. Close your eyes, bow your heads with me. God's here with us. No doubt about it. I know God is with us here, but God also wants to do something in your life. We sang, He is the God of miracles. He is the God of miracles. I want you to expect God to do a miracle here this morning. He is the God of miracles. God wants to change that situation in your life. Today. Today, I want you to use this point of con- this service as a point of contact. Believing God to change that situation that causes you to fret. Today, I'm believing God something new is about to take place in your life. Today. Today. But we give God's glory and we need to do first things first. Is there anyone here or how many here you have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want Jesus to take place to take his rightful place in your life because he created you with a place in you for himself you need to ask Jesus to come and take his rightful place in your heart all heads bow please let's honor God all eyes closed in Jesus name Let's honor the Father. He is here with us. If that's you here and you need Jesus to be a part of your life, you need him to come into your life, you need to let him know today and I'll pray with you and God will answer and he will come into your heart according to his word. He's been standing waiting to come in. At the count of three, if you say, I need Jesus, or maybe you received him before, but you are not really living for him and you want to commit everything to him. You see, God doesn't receive half a sacrifice. He wants all of it. He wants all of you. That means you surrender to him completely and he will receive you and make the best out of your life. How many here today say, yes, I want Jesus to have full, I mean, a complete control of my life. If that's you, at the count of three, put your hand up quickly and put it down. One, two, three. Thank you. I see those hands. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stand up, please. Please lift your hands up to the Lord. I know people think it's a Pentecostal thing. No. God says when you lift up your hands, He'll look down to you. You can find that in Isaiah. 
to lift up holy hands, Paul said, without fear or doubting. Look up to him today because as you lift up your head, God looks towards you. And you are his main focus right now. He sees nobody else. He's able to do it. He sees nobody else but you because your hands are lifted up to him. Would you pray and ask God to take absolute control over your life? If you do that, you've given him a sacrifice. He will make it good. He'll give your life back to you. Just like we did in dedication, whatever you give to him, he gives it right back to you, multiplied and better. So let's give him our lives totally this morning. Say with me, Lord God. Oh, God, I need you to say it like you really mean it. <laughs> I know you mean it, but I got to hear it. Lord God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, into the world for my life. Jesus, today I confess that I am a sinner and by your grace I am receiving you into my life to be my Lord and my Savior. I give my life completely to you from this day forth. Holy Spirit, help me to be holy before my God. In Jesus' name, Amen.